Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, sir. It is hour three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. And another exciting Rangers spring training game is going on in front of us as we're about to talk with our uh, favorite weekly guest of the baseball season here, the World Series champion general manager of your Texas Rangers, Chris Young here. CY, it's great to see you. How the heck are you? Hey, guys. I'm well. Thanks for having me. Good seeing you guys. Welcome to Surprise. Yes. Thank you. Thank man. You. And it, it has been great. The game yesterday was awesome. Today is is awesome. So we are just having an absolute blast. I want to know from you right out of the gates, do you feel like the hunted at this point, being the champ? You know, I've been asked that a few times this spring. And um, and really, I think just given the makeup of our group, we, we, we don't feel like the hunted. We don't feel like we have to do anything different in terms of what we did last year. We're, we know we're a good baseball team. We go out and play our style of baseball. And I don't think, you know, that's for really external um, pressures, I think, that really don't factor into our group. It's, we just want to play good baseball um, inning by inning over the course of the season. And we believe if we do that, things will take care of itself. I feel like Corey Seager embodies that uh, maybe better than any player. Well, it's Corey. It, it's it's a number of them, but Corey certainly does. I mean, you, you see how stoic he is, um, how poised he is. The highs don't get too high. The lows don't get low. And I think that's characteristic of this team. It was one of the things that impressed me the most of last year's season was just the resilience, the perseverance. Um, again, they never got down when things seemed at their toughest. And I think that speaks to the character of the group. And I think that's why... I have a lot of confidence they're going to come back this year and, and keep the same steady makeup and go out. They're very businesslike. I think that's the best word to describe this, this group of players. And um, for me, I love watching them do it because day in, day out, they go out and play the game the right way. So when you're scouting that, are you looking for that as a mandatory checked box? Or are you thinking, wow, this guy's super talented, but he's a loose cannon, just can't <laughs> do it? How do you evaluate that? Well, there's a lot of factors that go into it. I wouldn't describe. I, I wouldn't say like a loose cannon. I'm not sure is the the right term for. Um, you know, certainly that would raise some eyebrows for us. Yeah. But I think what we look for are, are players who can handle adversity. That um, when things get tough, they have the frame of mind to really push through and persevere in those moments. And 
when you put 26 of those together, they lift each other up and they, they don't get negative. They don't get down. They don't uh, pout when things aren't going well. Uh, there's just a steady poise and demeanor to the group that allows them to succeed day in, day out. And I think the opposite is true when, uh, w- when things are going well, they don't get too high and they just stay right there. They know, hey, it's a tough game. We're going to just approach it the same way. Very business-like is, is how I describe it. Davis Wenzel coming up here. Bases loaded. This is fun. This is fun. We're looking yeah. like we may, uh, may get a pitching that's maybe a mound visit here. No pitching change yet. But uh, this is a great opportunity for Davis. Um, you know, he's had some good at-bats early in, in camp here and uh, certainly someone who's been in AAA. Um, he's, you know, close to, to he's been, you know, in consideration a couple times for being called up and um, really, really good infielder. And, you know, these moments in games like this are good for us to evaluate, to see how he handles it, see if he stays true to his approach and how he can get the job done here with, you know, bases loaded one out. We want to see him hit a fly ball or hit the ball hard somewhere and hopefully drive in a run. See why when you sat down with your legal pad after the season and here you are a championship team, you built a championship team. What were the challenges for you? Did, did you have to go out and say, OK, maybe some things I learned along the way that I wanted to change? even though you were a championship team, is, was there the, is it tempting to do that? Or is it, I, I want to kind of keep things the same or are you just trying to keep developing as, as the general manager? Oh, well, in terms of, you know, I'll always be developing. I um, have said this before, by no means do I think I have this job mastered and nor will I ever. And if I do say that, then I probably need to be out of this position. Sure. Um, I think that's the beauty of baseball. I felt that as a player too, that, uh, there was always room for growth. And even in my age 37, 38-year-old season, um, it, there was still development taking place. And uh, the best players continue to get better. And I think the best executives um, also continue to get better. And so, you know, I'm very grateful for the group I have around me. Um, we have wonderful people in the front office. And really last year's success was was a, an org-wide effort. We had so many contr- uh, contributions from so many people, really everybody in the organization. And that was reflected in our Baseball America Organization of the Year Award. And I think that speaks to really the health of the organization, uh, the trajectory of the organization, and, um, and how much everyone and collectively have, has contributed to our success. So it's been a lot of fun. How do you decide what you want to get better at? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a long list. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it really, I, I think the needs, the needs of the organization will determine a lot of that year by year. Uh, one year it may be more in player development. It may be more in international. It may be in our research and and um, our, our research and development department. Um, it, it could be in our pitching development, our hitting development. I mean, there's just, it could be with our major league team. It could be um, coaching development, leadership development. There's so many areas year in, year out. And really just trying to keep an eye on each area and making sure that I have my finger on the pulse of, of what the needs are, what's functioning well, what may need a little more uh, maintenance and um, improvement. And then you know, dedicating my time accordingly. And that, that is one of the hardest parts of this job is time management and determining where the biggest areas of needs are. But um, this spring, his, what a great at bat. That's got, a tough pitch walk. to take right there. Boy, and really tough pitch. Davis just saw it out of the hand. It's one of the things he can do and, and just uh, really laid off a tough slider there. I mean, that was a borderline strike, and he uh, was able to lay off. That's impressive. Those are things we look for when evaluating a young hitter like that. And um, to see the poise in that at bat was impressive. 
Rangers general manager Chris Young with us here in the G-Bag Nation. Speaking of impressive, we've been kind of marveling at what Ezekiel Duran's been doing in mm -hmm. the time that we've been out here. Who's, who's been turning some heads for you? <laughs> well, there have been a number of guys. I think one of the neat parts of this spring for me, it's the first spring that I've been able to really come out and – I'm not going to say relax, but just be a little more hands-off. I've been able to step back. And some of that speaks just the continuity of the coaching staff and our player development staff. And we haven't had a lot of turnover over the offseason. And everybody knows each other. And everybody knows what the standards and expectations are. And so for me, it's been a really enjoyable spring to sit back and watch everyone do their jobs and um, to see this camp function very, very smoothly. It feels like a well-oiled machine right now, and uh, Boach and his staff have been tremendous and um, really, really excited about that. And, um, you know, one of the things that's been fun is getting a look at some of these young guys. We're easing some of our veterans into camp. Obviously, Josh Young is out right now. Corey Seager's out. Adolis Garcia has not uh, appeared in a game yet. Um, intentionally, we're easing him into camp. Uh, but seeing guys that are either first year on the 40 or close to being on the 40 and getting some early innings or uh, at-bats has been impressive. So, um, you know, Abby Malek Ortiz on second base right now is one or minor league player of the year last year. I think he hit 29 homers, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, you know, we hope he's primed for another big season. And so seeing guys like him, Davis Wenzel, Jonathan Ornelas, and uh, – and many others, Emiliano Tioto, who was the Arizona Fall League reliever of the year uh, last year. We saw him come in in a big spot uh, last inning and, and get that punch out on a 100-mile-an-hour sinker. It was pretty impressive. So uh, the future looks bright. You talk about the young guys. One of the positions that uh, everybody's been very interested in is the DH spot. And some young guys have a chance to maybe secure that role. How difficult is it to be a youngster and get put in that spot that seems like it's a little bit more like a veteran position? Well, I think it's it's really um, part of the big leagues is that you have to perform. It's a performance-based game, and when you get the opportunity, whether you're a veteran or a young guy, you're expected to perform. And if you don't perform at a certain point, somebody else is going to get those opportunities. So I always say that we want to put our young players in positions to succeed uh, recognizing that they're going to go through struggles. They're going to go through ups and downs, um, and they're not fully developed when they get to the major leagues. There's no way to finish off somebody in AAA. There's development that still takes place at the big leagues. That said, I think oftentimes it's the intangibles or uh, sort of the mental side that allows a young player to succeed and, and have early success and then handle that success. So um, it's one of the main things we look for in our younger players is that really that mental toughness, that poise, that um, that mental stability so to speak that's going to allow them to step right in to a big environment with pressures that they've never experienced against the best competition in the world and perform and we saw that last year with Evan Carter we saw it with Zeke Duran Josh Smith uh, there have been a number of young players that have been key contributors over the last year and uh, you know I think this year's team in some ways we may be a little bit younger than last year oh almost a little bit younger than last year but I think we have the right makeup of young players to to help us win Ornelas nearly had a uh, base hit down there, down the left field line, but it just went foul. So the bases remain loaded here in the sixth inning with the Rangers now leading the Brewers 6-5. to five. We're chatting with Rangers GM Chris Young. Um, okay, how much did your fame go up this, this winter? I mean, you're already <laughs> recognizable, DFW athlete and all that. Was it hard to, to make your way through a grocery aisle? Um, well, uh, my wife would attest that I don't make it to the grocery store often, so <laughs> I can't take credit there. But um, I'll say this, that one of the best parts of this experience for me has been our fan base and just 
the DFW community, everywhere I have gone, I have run into fans who have come up to me and thanked me. And I feel the exact opposite. I thank our fans um, because the support that they have provided and really the weight that they've been through to experience this championship, um, this seeing so many people so happy and celebrating the Texas Rangers has made me happier than I could have ever imagined professionally. And I am just still so thrilled for all of our fans. And I'm thankful to every single one of them for the support and, uh, and the love that they've shown us. And I am excited about what's to come too. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it's so cool that you, you get to come home and, and bring a championship. You had this great line that will be defined by what we do from here. But at the, at the same time, there's got to be some recognition that you you made history. You, you blessed DFW in a way that will never be forgotten. You were, <laughs> you were absolutely defined by what you did last year as well, CY, at least from my perspective. Well, Mine look, too. We, we, I appreciate that. And certainly I, I am uh, very grateful for everything that we accomplished last year. And, and yes, um, thrilled but I, I don't want to sound content or complacent and I think that's the characteristic of successful organizations is that they don't rest on their laurels they come back and they find a way to win again and it may mean a championship it may not um, it's going to be super hard I get it but um, this team wants to to continue winning they don't want to do it one time they want to continue winning and I think that's the goal of our organization is to to be continuously successful and uh, do this year over year because that's what the best organizations do, and we want to be one of the best. Is the door still cracked open a little bit on a, on a Monty return? Well, I, I'll, I'll never close it. As long as he's out there, I'll never close it. Uh, that said, um, you know, the, the group we have in camp is our group right now, and that's what we're focused on, and that's probably the extent to which I can, I can give you an update. <laughs> totally understand that. How about updates? Uh, how about uh, Seeger and, and Young? Yeah, they're, they're, doing bo- they're both doing great. Um, Corey's been um, a little under the weather the last couple of days, uh, but um, still recovering uh, very well. Josh Young is doing phenomenally well, and um, you know I think we're expecting Josh uh, hopefully back mid-camp. Um, you know at least DHing if not playing third, uh, but he's on the the right trajectory as is Corey. So I think those two are, are doing really well. Um, like I said, Adolis is uh, we intentionally slow played him. Um, there's no injury reason whatsoever aside from he just played a lot last year and we want to make sure we ease him in he's had some live batting practices uh where he's torn the cover off the ball <laughs> so he looks like he's mid-season form but i think he'll make his debut some here in the next week um and then we'll be ready for opening day um you know in the pitchers uh, jacob Degrom continues to do well his throwing program has increased um which is great to see i talked to jacob this morning and he's feeling uh, great uh, Tyler Malley is doing wonderfully. Um, you know, hopeful that he'll still be back uh, midsummer. And then Max, uh, we've got a very favorable report on Scherzer last week and uh, continues to progress well. And we're hopeful that he's, uh, you know, we'll start ramping up baseball activity here in the next 10 days uh, to two weeks. And at which point, um, really starting to him to go through a spring training, uh, which will, you know, put him back around hopefully june 1st maybe a little later um probably not earlier but nonetheless uh things are on track there too so we're excited see why uh, what advice do you have for us want to be general managers that want to get all the young players on the 25 on the opening day roster and stuff like oh, that you want langford on the roster well, I'm just, i know you do hey, i'm an lsu guy but he's a florida guy i, I approve of a florida guy there for <laughs> sure but what what advice do you you know do you give to because we talk about that so much with you guys do and Everybody's like, oh, no, get this guy up, get this guy up. But, you know, you are the, the model of patience. And so what advice could you give to all of us that want to continually push these players? Well, I, I, you know, the biggest thing I say with the young players is that 
they'll show us when they're ready. Um, they show us. And, you know, you can't put them out there too early because the game's hard, and if they're not ready, uh, it could really hinder their confidence. It could, um, it, it could really detract from their development. So they'll show us when they're ready. And, um, and the other thing regarding the opening day roster is, you know, I would say everybody gets fixated on the opening day roster, and then by, you know, day three you've made three roster moves, you've optioned two guys and DFA'd someone else. So, yeah. I, I, you know, it's just it's a, it's a one-moment-in-time roster, and the roster um, continues to evolve over the course of the season. And a player may or may not be ready by opening day, but, you know, um, it doesn't mean he won't contribute whether a week in, a month in, two months in, at some point in the season. So it's a long race. Well, how, how, okay, and you used quite a few players last year. Uh, how deep would you say that you have to go to get through a season? How, how, how deep? We talk about yeah. your 25-player, whatever, but how deep do you honestly feel like I've got to have I've got to have 35 guys, or I've got to have. Do you have a? Is there a number or formula well, you it, use on this? I mean, it's a really interesting question, and and one that um, you know, I look back over the last four years, and the state of our 40 man has 40 been man, yeah. in different positions when we were in a rebuild, so to speak, when we're in a win now mode, and um, right now we are in win now mode, and I think for me that means that we want a very functional, usable, deep 40-man roster. We want everybody at this point to be close to contributing to the major leagues. That said, you're always going to hold a few few spots um, for development, but uh, by and large, we need players who are close to contributing because every game matters, and and the difference in calling up a player who uh, can contribute that night or having a fresh arm uh, maybe the difference between winning or losing the wild card or the division, as we saw last year. So it's really important to have a functional 40-man roster when you're trying to win. And if you could be 40 deep, you'd prefer to be 40 deep. That said, um, there will be a couple spots held for, for development players who we will not see in the big leagues this year. Although I never put limits on guys, but you know, going into the season, we added Jose Corniel to the roster. Uh, Jose has looked phenomenal this spring. It's been a lot of fun watching it. He's really opened eyes. Um, if you get a chance, you should ask Boach about him. Boach is just raving about how mature this kid is at 20 years old, coming into his first big league camp. Uh, Jose will likely start at double-A this year, and he may or may not be an option for us at some point during the season, but we know that he's got a bright future, and so we were willing to save a 40-man spot for him so that we didn't lose him. See why I've been going through the clubhouse each and every morning. It's been the best part of my trip, uh, getting to hang out with these players and get to know them a little bit, and, and just kudos, two thumbs up, the, the chemistry, the camaraderie. This is a championship uh, clubhouse you got there. Some of the best I've seen, See why to be honest with you. Well, it, it really means a lot that you say that, and I've heard that from a number of uh, fans and media, and I said this today. I was talking to Jacob deGrom and just complimenting him and his teammates on I love watching our guys play the game. I love the way they go about it. I mean, even right now, watching every single player at every position, when the pitch is thrown, they're coming into a, a ready set position where they're they're anticipating the ball being hit. And sometimes you look out there and, and players are distracted or they're not engaged, they're not involved, but every single player out here on our team plays the game the right way. These guys run the bases hard. They do the little things, and we, we have one of our core values that we call dominate the fundamentals, and those are the, those are the fundamentals that we talk about. Um, and when you're willing to do the little things, their talent is going to allow them to do the big things, and so uh, that's what the championship culture is, and I'm very proud of our guys and our coaching staff for the standards um, that they have that they have. Um, provided and um and that our players have lived up to and 
it just speaks to the character of, of all of them. And I, again, I feel like a proud dad sitting back and watching these guys play the game. But it's so true day in, day out. These guys do it the right way. I've been asking these guys every day who they believe has the bigger championship finger. Is it CY or is it Bochi? You know, Bochi's got the, the giant dome. I was going to see. What, you're a multi-time champ now. So where are you going? Which finger are you going for the, the, the new jewelry? I, I'm going with the same finger, my right ring finger, because I've won. I've never won my uh, wore my, my uh, Royals championship championship ring and I don't know if I can pull off uh, this championship ring either I, as much as I'm going to admire it I think it's more of a display than it is a, a yeah. wear around <laughs> ring so I, I can't pull that one off yeah. right. we, we got to guess we got to figure out the ring size here so let, let's go around here broadest Dawson let's guess the ring size of CY I will start the bidding I think you're going to be disappointed honestly I'm gonna, I think I have like skinny fingers here but really? I don't know I'm going to go 11 and a half 11 and a half is on the board. Can, can you go Ooh, up, Dawson? On that? I'm going to go 14. Yep. 14 says Dawson. I was going to go a strong 13 and a half. See why? Well, it's, I measured as a, as a 13, but, uh, yeah, so you guys are all right around. Yeah. Okay, very Except good. Except for me. Yeah. I just threw it out there so Larger I could give gentleman. you guys that. <laughs> yeah, championship <laughs> hands right there. Champion <laughs> as a player and as a GM. Last question for me, if Bochi would step away from the game, do you think he could go down there and complete the trifecta as a skipper? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chances you know, are, right? That's a hypothetical I've never thought of. And, uh, you know, and, I, mean, I, I, I can tell McKean you this. Like, right? Boach, has, Boach has a big <laughs> head, but his shoes are even bigger, and I would not, I would want no part of filling those. So well he's, said. He is, um, he's the best of the best, and I absolutely love working with him day in, day out. Uh, spring training has been so much fun coming in there and the laughs we've had in his office. He just puts a smile on my face every day, takes things off my plate. He makes everybody around him better, and um, we're champions because of Boach. I, I love him, and I'm so happy for him and thankful to him. And uh, we'll keep it going. I want to keep Boach yeah. in that manager's chair. Definitely don't want him to retire anytime soon. Thank you so much, Chris. Guys, it's always great you. to get to chat with you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You betcha. There it is as the Rangers continue with the Brewers here at Surprise Stadium. There he goes, the World Series champion two times over here in the sport. And speaking of big heads, man, if I'd have made as quick work of winning that World Series as he did, I think I'd be convinced I could do anything in the sport. And I'd be ready to GM a football team or a basketball team after winning the World Series that quick if I was if I was Chris Young, maybe go down to the, in, into the dugout, win one as a skipper. I mean, it's just a proper sporting uh, champion. Winners win. And that's what we got right there walking out of this room right now, taking the pictures with the guys is the, the straight-up best winner in DFW sports, Chris Young. Okay, uh, when we come back, it's time for a top 10 at 420. Where are you taking this, bro? Yes, sir. In honor of the Wooly Billy becoming a father this week, the top 10 lies parents tell their kids next year in the nation. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, buddy, welcome back. It is the GMAC Nation here, 105 through the fan, live at spring training. And our coverage is brought to you by Sonic. Mmm, good. Yes, sir. Thanks so much to Chris Young for joining us there on the BlueChew.com hot seat. Use promo code RJ to get your first month free with only $5 shipping. As uh, we're just having a blast here and a chance to talk with Chris Young just reminded me of all the great reasons that we believe in him so much uh, as the top executive in, in DFW sport. I mean, Nico's given run for his money recently, but we need a ring. It rings the thing. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Frankels. 214 or 817-333-3333. Jump online to truckwreck.com. Now here he is with Zach Woolchuck's broadcast responsibilities. Eric with an E and a C. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. 877-881-1053. Top 10 list of the day. Lies that our parents told us. The top 10 lies parents tell their kids. Uh, what are some that you say to your kids or that your parents maybe perhaps said to you in honor of the Wooly Bully who generally mans this segment like an animal savage that he is became a father this week. And uh, I got a little update. He got to, he, you know, baby Eliza born, uh, you know, born month and a half early in the NICU. So the amount of holding and, and, and being together is a little bit less than maybe the average birth situation. So he texted me yesterday, Walchuk did, and said that he finally got to have his first like one-on-one uh, like skin-to-skin time with the baby. Oh, cool. And he texted me afterwards and just, he just said it was, uh, it, was the, Beautiful. it was the greatest moment of his life is the way he described it. Uh, so I was uh, super fired up for my boy right there. And uh, baby Eliza officially opened up her eyes like fully and completely by herself. He sent us pictures today, beautiful big eyes and rocking and rolling and uh, almost got all the jaundice out and everything like that. So all is good in the woolly bully land, man. Just wanted to give you a little nice. baby Eliza update as uh, we welcomed uh, a new G-Bag National this week. All right, 877-881-1053. Broadus just got handed uh, the Kansas City hot dog here uh, from Hometown Dogs inside of Surprise Stadium. I believe uh, we're going to get a, a, a nice social media review of this wow. particular yes. hot dog. Can you describe us a Kansas City dog? It is a Kansas City dog. I didn't want to go with the Texas dog. Because the chili. The chili. I just going to tear you up. So, yeah, so what we got on this, it looks like we've got a, a pickle, uh, a beef dog. We've got, it looks like brisket on top of that okay. with yeah, slaw. And then Ruben got me some uh, mustard to put on this. So, Good. yeah, I, this, uh, we're going to review the, uh, the Kansas City dog uh, this afternoon uh, for, our, uh, for, our, our, well, for our fans out I'll there. I'll tell you right now, the best it could possibly be is the second best dog in any ballpark in America because the Oaxaca dog is going to hold it down for yeah. here to infinium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the only disappointing thing about being here in surprises, not having a Brandon Hurtado smoker going there, just <laughs> exactly. being on the Oaxaca dogs and whatnot. That would have been a really, really nice touch. Okay, uh, I think the lie that I tell to my kids all the time right now is 
whatever place they want to go to is just simply not open. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and this this is a lie that I'll be able to get by for I don't know, man. My my oldest is about to turn four, so I would imagine already kind of nifty with the phone, like surprising yeah. me a little bit with the way. Oh, she opened it up. Whoa, did she actually there, make a call? That was crazy. Yeah. She, she's going to pull up those Google Maps. I'm guessing probably before she turns five, I will be no longer able to tell her at 930 in, in the yeah. morning that the donut shop's closed. Yeah, it's clever. You know, and as they get older, you have to um, sort of start scaling out of your lies, you know, which is unfortunate because they they gain the ability to to uh, to to research you, to to to, to fact find you. And uh, it can be tough. You know, you got to swallow your pride there a little bit because. You know, in, in the early days, it's great because you're the complete authority. You're their hero, okay? But now you got to transition into, like, being credible. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> Which becomes important as they reach the double-digit ages. That's that's what yeah. I'm nervous about myself. Yeah. Just the, the credibility factor for me yeah. is, is not quite going to be there. <laughs> the other one is just, like, how late it is. Like, I'll yeah. talk to him about, like, it's time to go to bed. Like, it is so late. So late. Oh, yes. you know? It's like 640. Yeah. And, well, and you can get by this time of year before we get the time <laughs> the change darkness, again. Yeah. The darkness yeah. allows at, like, 6 o'clock. There yeah. you go. All of a sudden, they think it might as well be 10 p.m. Dude, as a kid, you know, especially living in the north, and we're in Washington State where it can stay lighter until maybe 930, 945 there in those late June days, we would be livid that we had to go to bed when it was still light out. Livid. Yeah, that that's one of the one of the most miserable things, dude. We used We got to, 45 more minutes of hoop out here. Yeah, like what do we do? I'm just going to lay in bed staring at the ceiling just thinking negative things about my parents making me have to go to sleep right now. Yeah. Um, okay, 877-881-1053. I like what uh, Tim Carthage <laughs> says. Uh, I never drank until I went to college. There, that's, that was yeah. his lie to there his kids. Go. There you go. There you go. Uh, Lucius, any any lies that stick out to you that maybe you were told or that you passed on as a as a father yourself? Yeah, uh, my parents would say, "Just tell me who did it. You won't get a spanking." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we both end up getting a spanking. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. ends up being both. Yeah, it ends up being both. Uh, my mom told me before, if you uh, sneeze with your eyes open, your eyes will pop out. When I was real Whoa. young, yeah. is that is that actually not true? <laughs> you never risked it. <laughs> I've tried. Just I think it's like your your body was like won't allow you. Like your body just it, it forces you. I've tried to do the, the the eye open thing, and your body just can't help but close its no, eyes. So, can't. but maybe maybe that's a lie. Bro, at four years old, though, it scared the hell out of you every time you got a sneeze. Oh my god! Oh my god! And you're holding your eyes and everything. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of paranoia when you get sick. Yeah. Did any, did any of you guys ever have to deal with after you ate and you were swimming? That you were going to get oh, cramps. Oh that yeah, that they were always rule. the thirty-minute rule. Like you were just wanting to get back in the water and continue to play water volleyball, but no, like they're telling you, no, no, you can't do that. That you can't. You're going to get cramps. Yep. If you just ate, you get back in the pool. That's a lie. Right? It's daddy's medicine. I think is a common lie. Uh, that might be told. <laughs> That's parts. Hey, what's that <laughs> smell? <laughs> That's daddy's daddy's meditating back there. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, become very spiritual. Yeah, stay out of grown folks' business. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, an outside looking in here, if you pee in the pool, the water color will yes. change. Yes, That's true. That's a, yep. That was a lie for sure. Yep. Uh, let's see here. If you cross your eyes too much, they'll stay that way. Yeah. If oh, you, yeah, if you pop your knuckles, it'll turn arthritic. Arthritic, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. We're about to get yeah. to that one. That one's outside looking in as well. Uh, but number 10 here, if you swallow gum, 
it will stay in your stomach for seven, seven years. Seven years. The, seven years. Yeah. I don't know where the seven came from there. Number seven was just kind of thought of. It was a bunch of bull. See, I might have perpetrated that one on my own, but that wouldn't have been a lie. That would have just been like, I believed it. You know? You just actually yeah. thought. Yeah. I was just ignorant to the fact. Number nine, drink your milk and you'll be big and strong. Oh, geez. I drank so much milk. Thinking you were going to be tall. I did. And athletic. Yeah. <laughs> I did, man. I was like, okay, cool. Sounds great. You know, I'll drink all this milk. Probably four four glasses of milk a day. That's way too much. Yeah. Uh, num- number eight, four, four glasses. <laughs> pretty pretty <laughs> I, phenomenal. You drank a gallon that one time. Yeah, but that was not by choice. That was How miserable were that you during payoff. that? Not as bad as the boomstick. That one got me worse. I might do the boomstick this year. Uh, yeah, I can see, I can see that. Uh, let's see here. Number eight, uh, you'll poke someone's eye out just as soon as any type of horse play gets a little bit too yeah. aggressive. It's like, hey, no, we can't have eyes popping out here. It's like, yeah, I still on. believe that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, certain certain sticks, I guess, you know, if you're playing with sticks in the yard or whatever, there's, there's obviously a chance of that. But outside of that, not really seeing a lot of eyes getting poked out. I was about nine years old. I was horsing around with my brother in the driveway of uh, what was about to be our new house. It was nearing completion. There was a nail on the garage floor. And I don't know what he said to me to tick me off, but I winged it at him and actually hit him, like, right next to the eye. Oh, my gosh. One of those where he's so hurt and scared that he didn't even kick your ass. Yeah. You know yeah. you know your older brother's terrified when he's not shot. chasing. He went considers himself almost <laughs> yeah. fortunate to yes. still have his eyes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll deal with you later, yeah. man. That was a, a near-death event. <laughs> uh, number seven, uh, telling the kids that you have eyes in the back of your head. Hey. I can what see everything. What a lie. Yeah, well, they will tell you that. You got to feel bad if you're still pulling that lie off on your kid and they're like 10 years old, 12 yeah. years old. Like, come on, kid. You should know better. Uh, number six, if you keep making that face, it'll stay that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, that frown. Uh, number five, it won't hurt. Yeah, my dad oh, used to shot. do that thing. You the get shots. Like, the shots or you have maybe you got like some level of a turf burn or a, a scrape and it's time to shower and yeah. you know oh, this yeah. is going to suck. But dad's yeah. like, no, no, it's not. No, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt for about at least five seconds. Uh, how about you ask for something and they tell you, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. basically a no right there. I'll that think about no. it. They're not going to think is, about that it. That's a hard no right yeah. there. Yeah. Yep, that's, uh, that's definitely a hard no right there. Uh, number three, uh, we'll come back another time. I've, I've hit my kids <laughs> with that plunge. Yeah, oh, yeah we'll, we'll come back here again soon. <laughs> We're not coming back. We're not coming back. <laughs> Maybe ever. Definitely ever. not soon. Six Flags was that way for me. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, we're almost there. Oh yeah. You just got to keep these kids alive on these on these car rides and stuff. <laughs> and my kid, my, my kid's already almost. You know, she's four years old, and now she it's like twenty minutes away, and ten minutes in, she's asking. Like yeah. her her patience levels, I, I feel like yeah. dropped. You know what I did around that age? Uh, Abby was in preschool. She would be asking that. Are we close? I'd be like, yep, we're right here. And I'd pull off to the side of the road and be like, get out. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That'll end that uh, back and forth pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we kind of turned it into a joke. Just on the shoulder of the highway, honey. No, no, no. no, She just looked at you like, what are you doing, you wild man? (laughs) She would. I'd be like, hey, when we're there, I'm going to pull over and stop. Okay, and we won't be at a red light. 
the uh, the number Trauma. one the number one me. lie. <laughs> My dad back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna be on a couch telling that story. Yeah. Honey, you ready for a road trip? <laughs> I don't know if I want to do I that. Know. I don't know about this. If you sit too close to the TV, you'll ruin your eyesight. That's the number one lie parents tell their kids. I think it's uh, I think it's true. You think that's true? I think it's true. If you sit too close? I've watched so much tape in my life, my eyes are gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's Maybe that is. You're just old. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true, too. 601, eat your spinach. You'll be strong like Popeye. Come hey, on. I love spinach now. I though. love spinach, bro. I do. Either of you guys strong like Popeye? Lucius no. actually Lucius is. Lucius is strong. Sometimes. Okay. Strong, I was a huge yeah. Popeye fan as a kid, too. I really wanted to eat the spinach, but I tried, and it, and it, it was not good. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. You'd probably be doing at least one pull-up right now if you yeah. ate that spinach. Eat yeah. all the spinach and have four glasses of milk. You'll be better. What yeah. was up with Popeye, though? Because Olive Oil, really, she wasn't that banging. No. And Brutus was like, they were fighting over that girl. She was, I don't know. <laughs> so he was super blue-collar, you know? She's probably one of the prettiest girls around. Oh, I guess. But it was it was like a very industrial depression type yeah. time. West you know? Virginia Popeye. <laughs> Malnourished. Olive oil, she she obviously was not getting much protein as a child. No, at all. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Depression olive oil. Yeah. Yeah, you see the like the animated show. Now that's that paints one picture, but you see the real life Popeye, the sailor man that came out with the real action uh, acting. Yeah. Robin Which, Williams. Robin Williams. Williams. Yes. Robin yeah. Williams. Depressing. Yeah. All righty. Uh, well, thank you, Chief. Yes, sir. We got to run. Look at this. We got a rim session coming up next. Get the very latest on basketball and where the Mavs go after a nice dub ski. That's next. The G-Back Nation and the fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well, thank you. It is the G-Back Nation here on The Fan. Just got word Matt Hicks is going to join us coming up here at the top of the hour at uh, at 5 o'clock. We'll have a baseball conversation with the radio play-by-play man of your World Series champion, Texas Rangers. You missed CY back there at 4 o'clock. If you're just jumping in the vehicle now, you can go back with the Odyssey app or Twitch or YouTube and jump to any part of the day that you might have missed. But, uh, yeah, CY was with us there at the top at 4 o'clock. Matt Hicks coming up at 5. Here's Eric with a little afternoon rim sesh. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Let's go ahead and cut the lights out. We'll put the kids to bed. And the G-Bag Nation live from Surprise, Arizona, is going all 56 inches around that rim. Oops. Hold on. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Uh, well, not really, because it was supposed to happen like that. Here we go. <laughs> there it is. There we go. It's always a special occasion when the Mavericks win on the second night of a back-to-back. And on Luka's birthday, Luka tallies his 39th 30-point triple-double of his career, passing LeBron James for the third most such games all time. Congratulations, Luka Doncic. That was quite the way to ring in year number 25. Uh, but there was, he had some haters in the building last night on his birthday, did Luka Doncic. Let's go to the Toronto Raptors play-by-play crew on the television side of things. Uh, early in the game, first quarter, they uh, they steal the ball from Luka. And I don't know, it just seems like this co- this commentator was on one. In one of those spots where you get to the line, things aren't working out. Scotty 
Working out there. Takes it. With a vicious slam dunk. I'm taking it from you, Luca, on your birthday. And I'm going to slam it home. Give me that piece of cake. <laughs> He's wow. Just really leading into the birthday bits there. Uh, I do like the energy, though. Yeah. yeah. Man, sometimes play by play guys, especially in basketball, hockey, and they homer it up so much. They can be like a pro wrestling announcer sometimes, but it's hilarious. Man, I'm really being made sad by everything I'm seeing from the Damian Lillard side of things. Like, what happened? He with just, his friendship with Giannis. Well, his quotes and just like he that, sounds like he's miserable. They haven't been doing that good. You guys informed me about his divorce that I didn't know the details on, which are scathing and got really no life. He's sad says. and disappointing. Yeah, he's yeah. quoted. Watch his boxing life. It, well, remember this is the guy who wanted to go to Miami. Yeah. So like he knew divorce is on the horizon. Miami's probably the place for new single me, and I That's think he right. was right about that. Yeah, I Unfor- think you're onto something. Unfortunately, they ship him off to old Milwaukee, which yeah. even brought us had. You know, troubles tr- trying to find somebody that was, you know, a smoke show out there. Yeah, that, that is a problem. So, Damian Lillard admits life in Milwaukee, a bit lonely. He says, You go to practice, you go home. I watch boxing, play video games. He says, Man, I type in a fight hype. That's a boxing website. He says, I, I type in fight hype on YouTube a hundred times and be praying for something new to be on there. Me too. <laughs> well, how about this one? Lucius says, seriously, I don't have much of a life. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is, this is, I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe if they were winning more, it wouldn't be as, as it seemed like as much video, but the fact that they're not doing as much winning as he thought they were going to be doing. He yeah. said, like, I, I came here and thinking we were going to be like the Boston Celtics because the Celtics are just tearing through the league right now. And that's not the case. I feel a little bit sorry for our guy Damian Lillard. He's the loyal yeah. guy. He waits it out in Portland. Finally, it's like, okay, I have to go somewhere, uh, but it, it's not the desired place. It's like, that's a bummer. And I would feel isolated at this point, I think. It's dark. It's cold. Uh, my family is gone. I don't really have any friends here. Uh, my buddy C.J. McCollum is in New Orleans so playing with the Pelicans. There's just there's so much weird going on uh, with his life. And, yeah, I, and I, I think it's, you know, kind of a, a, a tough thing. If you're not a big party guy, if, you know, you're an older dude in a young man's league. And you, you have know, trust issues now because you're best yeah. friend and your lady. Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah, trust you got issues. The, I mean, even regularly, even if you had your entire supporting cast around you, divorce is depressing. You know, yeah. even if you don't have all those factors, you can't see your kids regularly. Like, I wonder if he was going to back, go back and do it. He's just like, man, just leave me in Portland. I'll mentor Anthony Simons and Scoot Henderson and try to get us to the playoffs. At least I have my, you know, what's left of my friends and my family around me. Sometimes it, it, it is that you, I, I look back on my life. And I'm not trying to put myself in a professional basketball player's shoes. But you feel like that I got to leave. And I wish I had never left Green Bay. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I had it really, really, really good in Green Bay. And I thought, you know what? I can go do this somewhere else. I can recreate what we're doing here. I can, you know, and it's really not the case. I mean, yeah, I ended up in Dallas, which was my home. But, man, every one of those guys in Green Bay ended up being a general manager somewhere. Yep. You know, and I, if I just waited it out, I think uh, I think that we learned that sometimes it's best just to stay where we're at. I think so, you know, and and certainly you want to be bold. You want a sense of adventure, uh, but there's regrets, and now it's up to him to make the most of it. I don't, I don't know what you do, you know. I, I don't know what that would be like, you know. Certainly I try to manage my whole deal where, um, you know, I, I think I put my – 
my kids first, but if you're a professional athlete, yeah. you don't necessarily have that choice of where you work, especially if you're getting up there and you really want to prioritize a championship and looking around the Trailblazers organization, you're like, these guys wouldn't find a championship if it came up and slapped them in the face. So I got to get out of here. Okay, uh, speaking of getting out of here, it is time for a little football's finest, Chief. What kind of football stuff do you have for us? We're going to go baseball's finest with, go. With, a, with a championship broadcaster by the name of Matt Hicks, who uh, unfortunately, not on his own accord, had to sit next to a drunken Brian Broaddus last night. Mm. Could Hick, Did Hicksie know that Broaddus was hammered at dinner la- uh, last night? Find out next in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.